Genesis 15, 6 says of Abraham, and he believed in the Lord. Romans 6, verse 4, actually I believe that's 4, 6 says, Abraham believed God. Galatians 3, verse 6 says, Abraham believed God. James 2, verse number 23 says, Abraham believed God. If there's anything that we're supposed to know about Abraham, it's this. That Abraham believed God. That's no small thing. What distinguished Abraham in the eyes of God is that Abraham believed God. Oh, I want it to be said that when God looks among his population and he points at each of us and says what distinguishes us in his sight. Oh, he has a nice house. She wears nice clothes. He drives a nice car. My prayer would be that God would point to me and say, Joe believes God. My prayer is that that would be your prayer for yourself as well. There'll be a day when that house and those clothes and that car doesn't matter, but there'll never be a day when our faith in God doesn't matter. There'll be a day when that's all that matters. The thing that distinguished Abraham in the eyes of God is that Abraham believed God. The thing that distinguished Abraham among his family members. This is the tall one. This is the smart one. This is the rich one. This is the one that believes God. Abraham believed God. The thing that distinguished Abraham in his town was that Abraham believed God. The thing that distinguished Abraham among his peers is that Abraham believed God. The thing that distinguishes Abraham in the entire Bible is that Abraham believed God. Imagine believing God so strongly that that's the thing that sets you apart from everything else, everybody else. What does it mean that Abraham believed God? It means that he trusted God's character. Do you ever have somebody tell you something about somebody that you know well, tell you something about them, and you said instantly, I know that's not true. What what facts do you know that says that's not true? I just know that's not true because I know he wouldn't do that. That means you trust their character, and Abraham trusted God's character. Abraham believed God, it means that he believed that God could do no wrong. He believed that God, and Abraham even said to God at one point, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Abraham believed that God could do no wrong. Abraham believed that God would keep his word no matter what. It means that God, that Abraham trusted God no matter what circumstances Made him think. It means that Abraham believed that God knew that he was do- what he was doing. It means that Abraham believed 
that God was in control. Abraham believed God. It means that Abraham looked to God for his provision and his protection. Abraham believed God. It means that Abraham trusted God with his future. Abraham believed God. That means that he trusted God with every detail of his life. I am not opposed to making prudent provision and all the opportunities that are afforded us, but let me say, nothing is a substitute for believing God. I'll give you an example. We do everything we can to make that bus safe when it goes down the road. We comply to all the standards. It has all the inspections it's supposed to have. We look after. We don't, if ever there's something that is even resembles being unsafe, we don't send it out. And we've had to do that a time or two over the years. But there's nothing that we can do mechanically for that bus that is a substitute for every Saturday night men getting on their knees right here and saying, God, please protect the bus as it goes out tomorrow. There's no substitute for that. All of the physical, and I do believe in in doing what, taking advantage of the things that have been provided. For example, I don't believe that you should ask God to heal your headache if you're not willing to take an aspirin. God has provided that. Those are results of of the resources that he has provided. But there's not a medicine in the world or a doctor in the world that is a substitute for the great physician. And so while even as you take that aspirin, Lord, please, I pray. We must be careful that I don't believe in a, in a second for ignoring, uh, I don't believe in a, for a second in ignoring the doctor, but don't think that you don't have to pray for God to give the wisdom to the doctor. Don't pray that you still don't believe. Boy, am I getting tongue-tied this morning. Don't believe for a second that you still don't need to pray for the great physician to be on the job. Do you believe God this morning? What's got you worried? Do you trust God to bring you through? That doesn't mean that you sit back and do nothing. That doesn't mean that, well, I believe God, so I'll be negligent. Oh, I believe God, so I'm going to refuse the help that's in my way. It doesn't mean that at all. It means that whatever right measures that you do take in your life, you're trusting God. You're trusting God. Abraham believed God. The fact that Abraham believed God motivated his obedience. You know, it's easy to say that you believe God. And there's a whole lot of talk that goes on in modern Christianity. There's a whole lot of singing that goes on and a whole lot of speaking and testimony and and blogs and all kinds of... It's easy to say that you believe God. How do you know if you believe God? If it translates into your actions. I believe God. Abraham believed God and it motivated him to be obedient. Belief in God that doesn't produce obedience is not very strong belief. I've heard it said before, the only part of your Bible that you truly believe is the part that you live. 
Abraham believed God and it motivated his obedience. Listen, my belief in God is why I live the way I live. It's why I read my Bible every day. My belief in God is why I spend time in prayer every day. My belief in God is why I tithe on my gross income. My belief in God is why I meet with God's people every time the doors are open. My belief in God is why I tell other people about Jesus Christ. Why? Because believing should motivate, and truly believing does motivate, obedience. The fact that Abraham believed God transformed his worldview. The fact that Abraham believed God steered his philosophies of life. Let me tell you what is absolutely bogus, this idea. Well, this is my my religious perspective, but then this is my secular perspective, and I don't let one interfere with the other. I tell you what, you might have a religious perspective, but you don't have belief in God. Because if you believed God, these two would become one, and this would transform this. Your belief in God ought to transform your life's philosophies. The fact that Abraham believed God determined his priorities. The fact that Abraham believed God affected every decision he made. He was not like the modern Christianity that says, I'll believe God as long as it doesn't interfere with my dreams. I believe God as long as it doesn't mess up what I like to do. I believe God as long as it doesn't get in the way of my ambition. If you think that God is going to get in the way of your ambition, then you don't really believe God. Now, it may be that God will transform your ambition. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. But for you to claim to believe God and only let it go until it starts to change your schedule, your priorities, the use of your resources, your time, your money, your energy, your talent. I, don't, I only let it go so far. I don't get carried away. You don't believe God. You want the stuff that God will give you. You you want God to sprinkle magic blessing dust on your agenda. But you don't believe him. Do you know why America's just, I mean, going off the cliff? I mean, it's... Here's the reason. Because Christians, people who claim to be Christians, for several decades now, have not wanted God. They've only wanted God until he interferes with their schedule. And then, then I don't have room for you after because we, we, we got to, this is my priority. This thing that's only going to last me 70, 80, 90 years, this is what I got to focus on. But God, don't mess with my, don't mess with my, uh, uh, boy, I'm, I'm, my, my glossary stayed home today. Um, my vocabulary. Don't, don't mess with my portfolio. That's what I was after. God, don't, don't mess with my plans. Lord, don't mess with all the clubs that I'm in. 
Lord, don't mess with the friends that I, that I, that I hang out with and the parties that I have and the, the things that I enjoy. Don't mess with it. And that's why people that used to preach the Bible, now they're preaching it's okay to take a social drink. I mean, preachers are preaching that. Preachers that used to, ah, bless God, you're not right with God. And, and now, oh, it's okay. It doesn't hurt anything. That's why we, we change what we define as holiness. We can preach something for 30 years and now all of a sudden it's all, it's all changed. Why? Because God got in the way of our fun. And that's why we haven't changed the world. That's, the world has changed us. But Abraham believed God, and it it determined his priorities. It affected every decision he made. It defined his life's purpose. It controlled his habits and his actions. It directed his resources towards God's cause. By the way, every one of these points is a Bible study. In the Old Testament and the New Testament, you can walk through and see, oh, yeah, he had a consistent pattern of that's the way he lived. Now, the result of Abraham believing God was that he he was called God's friend. You know, Abraham is called the friend of God. Why? That's not fair. God played favorites. Oh, no. Abraham believed God so intensely that God said, now there's my friend. Can I say something that I haven't preached this in years? I used to, I used to mention a lot. The people that are dearest to you are not the people that you can trust. The people that are dearest to you are the people that trust you. Let me give you an example of that. Who, if you're a parent, who can bring tears to your eyes more quickly than the thought of your children? If I said right now, okay, all the parents, we're just going to take, we're going to take about five minutes, I want you to sit and think about your children. Your Children will bring tears to your eyes, and if you're normal, if you're if you're a, any kind of a parent, the thought of your children will bring tears to your eyes more quickly than anything or anyone else. Okay, now having established that fact, let me ask you this question: Do you? Is it because you trust your children? <laughs> when, when, when your children were four, five, six years old, and you just thought about it, oh, 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 oh I love us so much. You felt so close to them. You loved them. They were the most precious people in your life. When they were four, five, six years old, was it because you trusted them so much? (laughs) No. You're crazy if you trust a four-year-old. No. The reason they were precious to you is because they trusted you. They were the people in your life that thought you could do no wrong. When you were at work and the boss was screaming at you and the customers were screaming at you and your coworkers are screaming at you and you go home and you say, man, I'm just miserable. And you go home and your son, your daughter comes running to the door. Mommy, daddy, oh, I'm so glad to see you. And all of a sudden here's the one person or the two people or three people in your life that just think you hung the moon. So I ask you again, what made them precious to you? The fact that you trusted them? Or the fact that they trusted you. What endeared them to you was the fact how they just, they loved you and they trusted you. And I say to you, 
God looked at Abraham and said, that's my friend. Not simply because God could trust Abraham, but because Abraham trusted God. You want to be close to God? Decide to believe him. The result of Abraham's believing God is that he was always where God's blessing was. Pastor Dale used to say, get under the spout where the blessing comes out. We want God's blessing to chase us around. You want to be blessed of God? Go to where the blessing is coming out. Abraham believed God, so he was always where God's blessing was. He was on God's side of every issue that arose. The result of Abraham believing God is that God was always with him. How about this? The result of Abraham believing God is that he passed his faith on to his son. The result of Abraham believing God is that he fulfilled God's purpose for his life. I've got a couple of more, but as I do, I want you to turn to John chapter 14. Would you do that, John chapter 14? And while you turn, I'm going to give you the rest. The result of Abraham believing God is that his family was blessed for many generations. In fact, Abraham's family is blessed to this very day. The result of Abraham believing God is that he influenced others to believe in God. you know why you believe God? Because Abraham first believed God. And I could show you that from the Bible if we had the time. The result of Abraham believing God is that believing God is Abraham's eternal legacy. The Bible calls Abraham the father of all who believe Ladies and gentlemen, there is a dearth in the world today of people who believe God. That's why we worry. That's why we panic. That's why we point fingers at each other and this is why I'm not a good Christian. No, no. Do you believe God? Do you believe God? You're in John chapter 14. Very familiar passage, but I want to read it and remind you that this is not a political slogan These are the words of Jesus Christ. John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Here's my question this morning. It's not getting saved time this morning. It's time for Christians to to re-up. Do you believe God? Examine your heart, Christian. Do you believe God? Do you believe God enough to set your priorities according to his priorities? Do you believe God that you trust him that no matter what comes down the road, he's in control. He's got you. He's going to see you through. You're not going to put him on the shelf until you need him. You're going to seek him every day. You believe God. You believe God. I ask you this morning, will you say, I believe God. I believe God. Oh, I wish that the distinguishing characteristic of my life, the thing that set me apart in the eyes of God, not that I'm the prettiest, not that I'm the smartest, not that I'm the wealthiest or the most talented or the most liked, But I wish God would look at me. My prayer is that God would look at me and say, when I see him, I see someone who believes God.
someone who trusts me no matter what. Father, I pray that you'd help us today to desire and determine to be people who believe you. Not just believe that you exist, but who trust you. I know God will not fail me. I know God will keep his word. I know God will will keep me in his care. I know that God will continue to provide for me. I know that God knows what he's doing. I know that God loves me because he says he does. I know that God is going to make sure that everything turns out as it should. Oh, God, please, I pray, may we be a people who believe God. Let's stand together this morning. The piano is going to play.